I'm Chris Jeppa. And I'm Katie Norgren. With us this week is uh, a sweet little dumpling of a human being. A cinnamon uh, roll too good for this world. Too good for this world. <laughs> so we have to murder him at the end of this podcast. It's Maddie Vu. Oh, please murder me. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet death. That's all I want. Release is coming. Just uh, give us 90 minutes and then, then we'll off you real good. <laughs> the dirty ducks. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> I just said off you, not get you off. No. Damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it too far. No, it's a, it's the big it's the big it's the big death, not the little one. <laughs> oh my god, we've Since already there's two of us. I mean, we could murder you and. Get up oh my god, <laughs> is that what you meant by two for? <laughs> or just orgasm and death? Yeah, one and the same. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Bring them on. <laughs> Cool, just crazy <laughs> sensation seeking. So, how's everyone's week been? If we're all having a suicidal ideations at the moment, <laughs> oh, I'm good. I yeah. had a great week. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, let's move on. How's everybody else doing? I had a pretty good week too. Yeah. I was like super fucking irritable for a bunch of days in a row, and like yelled at people and was kind of bitchy. Which and so I just had to like isolate myself yesterday, wrap myself in a blanket burrito, and just be like, I can't talk to anyone until I stop being such a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> It was, I was getting the play-by-play. It was pretty. It was pretty good. It's like, oh, yelled at Ed. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoopsie, don't do that. Yeah. I find that the weather's making everybody just like really irritable with everybody else. It's, it's like, a get away from me. Yeah, it sucks. I'm wet and cold. I Fuck like off. It. I like the weather a lot. I, I know it fucked a lot of people's time up, but I was just digging the snow. We had some real good snowfall this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. my campus got shut down twice. Nice. Once on my day off, boo, and then once halfway through one day that I was up there. So I just went home before it closed because I knew it was gonna. Uh, last night it was like kind of a fluffy, pretty snow. So I went for a walk down by the duck pond mm-hmm. and an awesome owl followed me around. And so I think I'm a witch and I think that's my familiar. Yep. Pretty good. So it's a black, a black owl. That's science that was really there. cool. Yep. It wasn't just a crow. I checked. <laughs> you go, hey, are you a crow? And he went, no, I'm an owl. You're like, okay, cool. I did approach it and go, thing. what are you? Are you a little crow covered in snow? Because it had like this dusty, like frosty kind of like Cute. speckles. And then it turned its whole fucking head around like owls can do. They're like, ah, not a crow. And then it took off and it was like, and then it had a mouse in its little beak. And... Oh my God. Yeah. Magical. So then, yeah, Ed and I were not talking about but... getting an owl as a pet. <laughs> Terrible pet. But, Terrible. But pet. they don't poop. They just throw up weird piles of bones. This is something that I've talked is to people a, is about. That a good thing? That is, did we talk about this already this week? Because somebody else said that. They were like, oh, yeah. No, I was uh, I was having uh, just a nice little tete-a-tete on Sunday with some friends I hadn't seen in a while at their place. And they had adopted uh, a crow that they'd found that had injured itself. Uh, and unfortunately, it had, uh, like, like an avian immunodeficiency virus. So, like, FIV or something, or AIV or Bird whatever. AIDS? Bird AIDS, basically. <laughs> uh, and he was just, <laughs> he was too sick, and he eventually died oh. after they'd had him for about three or four months. His name was Jeb Bush, the crow. Because <laughs> he flip-flopped a lot. Please, please clap. <laughs> please clap for Jeb, who is no longer in this world. But they had said, like, oh, yeah, we'll maybe get an owl, because uh, they don't poo, they just, they just throw up pellets. I was like, oh, no, we had an owl at our house for Tessa's birthday oh, several right. years ago, and that owl shit during the product, the promotion. Oh. So, the promotion? 
<laughs> it was a WWE event with owls. <laughs> uh, no, it was just a, the uh, during the presentation is the word I was looking for. Oh there was a nice God. lady who was holding the barn owl and it went hoo hoo and then it just took a big old shit. So oh. they do poo. Oh, really? Where's this rumor going on that owls don't take them? <laughs> they do. I don't know. They, just that was told to me yesterday. By a liar. Yeah, I would assume every animal takes the big old shit. Yeah, because I was like, what happens to its waste? And it's like, apparently they just throw up pellets full of bones and dust. No, they do. That's the thing. They don't chew, right? So they, uh, they everything gets digested and then they poop that out. But anything that they can't poo goes bleh. So Resident all the bones. bird expert, Katie Nordgren. I like birds. <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> oh, I don't know that much. I'm not an ornithologist, guys. Oh, but you someone know, goes to school. You know the word for bird scientist. I just work at school. So. I'm a bird scientist. <laughs> Maybe in another life, guys. Maybe in another do life. Do you have a bird science jacket that you can wear? I do have a fake degree from Bird University, or bird school, which is for birds. It says that I have a master's degree in applied birding, which I don't, but I do, because I have it framed and on my wall. Oh. So it's real. I don't even have my own diploma framed on my wall. <laughs> Degree, not diploma. Is that like a bird footprint as the signature? It 110% does, yes. <laughs> that was well guessed, Maddie. It, it truly, truly does. And it has to be an owl, right? Because an owl is obviously They're the, the dean. professor. Owl's the dean for sure. For sure. The prof- I think that it actually was an owl name. That's on there too. God, did you make this? Did we buy it from you? Yes. So what I do is make fake degrees for people. <laughs> you have a, your own Etsy store? I'm very proficient at it. <laughs> every, every craft fair that you go to, you actually, like, Maddie told me he goes to a lot of craft fairs, but you're actually just, like, a vendor selling fake degrees. Of course. <laughs> Here's your doctorate in needlepoint, I Mavis. Wanted get, I wanted to get a laser engraver just so I can open up a store at a craft fair. <laughs> you just want, like, a really good excuse for being there. You just love the crafts, though. I do, yeah. I'm just, like, fucking doilies. Swim in a pool of doilies. I love cute shit. Oh, cute tis, shit. tis the festive season and all. Tis. Are you going to buy some potpourri? I was going to go after this, but I already went on Thursday. <laughs> 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 the first day it opened. God bless. So you got to get all that good stuff. Got to get those good, good Christmas things. Can't have those, like, work and folk in my way. Yeah. Yeah, so you take your unemployment and be like, oh, bitch, I'm at the craft fair. Yeah. <laughs> EI's like, hey, uh, are you looking for a job? Like, yeah, looking for a craft craft job. The I'm biggest... practice my craft. I was meant to be there, and I know, because when... They have a bunch of, like, food vendors out front, mm-hmm. and they're all playing music. And one truck, as I walked by, was playing Helpless. Oh, by, ha- by Hamilton. <laughs> by Hamilton. The Hamilton himself. soundtrack. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this is the perfect place. <laughs> oh, my God. They knew. Someone told them I was coming. Yeah. <laughs> that was the other thing that we were thinking we might end up talking about on this here podcast, is we'll finally get all the Hamilton shit out of our system, because Maddie's only our second guest that cares about it. <laughs> cares a lot. I also found the... Um, mixed workout tape what what so the nine songs that were cut from the production oh my it's the best oh, <laughs> oh so, some of them were like Ooh, i get why this was cut <laughs> but then there's one song burn. on there you're like this song is so good why no burn was cut? actually included on the soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> you want to erase that comment from the narrative chris <laughs> Hamilton jokes Hamilton i was jokes. telling maddie that we're practicing for our new year's thing and uh you know, after you sang your set, Katie, we were just like fucking around on the piano. And I just started like jamming the Hamilton chord progression, yep. and you were like rapping over it. And our friend Bob was like electric guitaring in the background. It was, it was pretty great. sweet, and I kind of just want to do that for the rest of my life. Those four chords are so good. <laughs> we can do that. I can do all them raps. Mm-hmm. 
which is, I don't know if I should be proud of that. I'm sure that a person who actually knows how to rap would be like, oh, Katie, if they heard me. But they're like, well, you got all the words in there, at least. <laughs> Just none of the, none of the, you know, blackness of it. <laughs> they're like, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I can't do it. Cool, cool, cool. How hard yeah. are you trying to get Ham- like a Hamilton joke into your set? Oh, what do you mean? Like, like I'm trying to weasel in Hamilton to into my it. comedy sets. Yeah, uh, it's a little too out there, so I haven't really tried yet. But uh, maybe I've, it's something like I've tried with a couple jokes. Uh, it's like something not, like I'm as I, I'm as white as someone trying to get Hamilton tickets or hitting, something like yeah. that. I don't know. It's hard to. I'm as clueless and white and privileged as somebody who's sitting on <laughs> Hamilton tickets right now. I guess I don't know. I don't know where there's a joke in there, but there must be Is that somewhere. something. Is this something? No, is this, is I was this kind this of trying to make you guys laugh about Hamilton. Yeah, I get it. Hamilton, <laughs> did I pop it? No, <laughs> not at all. I did before. I've been pretty good at like setting our levels and shit. I'm a real professional. So <laughs> <laughs> professional production. Look I'm at like, this place. It's baffling, gorgeous. Yeah, right. It's Everybody loves the baffling. It's because it's beautiful. They're baffled. Right? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> it's done. It's our first walkout. No, Is it? Keep <laughs> these puns going. <laughs> you bet. No, we, we had some people like basically conversationally leave the room for <laughs> minutes at a time, but but no one's actually physically gotten up and left yeah. yet. So no. first time for everything. Yeah, this is the first time that a guest has brought his own title for a podcast. Yeah, we started with uh, what was it? Gavin the gals. That's but how then, we were gonna. But then. But then theater for the ears. Theater for the ears. And we'll see, fair listener at home, if we actually use any of those or something else amazing is going to pop Enter up. your wagers now. No, I'm just going <laughs> to shut up and force those ones in. Okay. <laughs> just never speak just, again. Yeah. The one where Maddie Vu silently sat and glared at us for an hour. He wanted to make a point. <laughs> oh, gross. Super gross. Um, Worse than mouth sounds, just blink sounds. Oh, Ew, sounds like yucky. weird wet eyeball noise. <laughs> It was so quiet on campus that I could hear myself blinking. No, it was so weird, Rose. Then I was like, maybe I need eye drops. <laughs> I had a delightful night at the uh, St. James Community Hall. Where Tell us about it, Janet. Uh, I don't want to get too into it just because... Uh, you I don't want to jinx things? Yeah, I don't want to jinx things, but I just got to see my favorite uh, musician ever, ever, Hoxley Workman, play his Christmas album. Mm-hmm. So he, he has one song with like a banjo. It's like, it's the first snow of the year. <laughs> it's the first. It's very cheesy and very cute. And he told all these great stories about, like, living in Paris while writing this, like, Christmas album. So all these, like, disaffected, like, French, like, Parisian, like, yeah, like, sound engineers. He made them all do, like, a group whistling solo, and they were just, like, hating it the whole time. But they're like, I guess we'll do what this famous guy wants us to. <laughs> it's pretty cute. That's Good adorable. imaging. But yeah, I got to chat with him after, and he was very nice. And yeah, he follows me on Twitter, and so Holy we shit. chatted, and... Yeah, yeah. His, his piano player was like, "Hey, you're Chris, that cello player that did that really great version of Portrait of Gretzky." I'm like, "You recognize me. me?" And so basically, he's like, "Yeah, I follow you on Instagram, so I can recognize your face. You post a lot of selfies." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, selfies help me like gain get recognition of gotta like get yourself connected." Something I never do is post selfies on Instagram. You should like my Instagram has get that beautiful almost face. zero pictures of my face. But your face is so cute. Yeah. It's a good face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> when I did the Sunday service they had their projection on like the big like theater wall and they put my face up I was like oh god it's have to be so, so big, big. <laughs> that's why his face is so big it's full of secrets <laughs> do you want okay so do you want to tell us about what what has happened this week because you wouldn't spill anything ahead of time there's a few things I know that happened but then I think there's things that I didn't know what's happened and you're going to lay it on us 
Everything this week has been so weird, and it's just, like, all up in the air still, and I'm just so confused. Do you want to just uh, start at the top? It's, like, not even just, like, comedy-wise, like, life-wise, and, like, with female people Female-type people. Females. (laughs) Are you Frankie? Females. Um, All right, let's get into it. Are some females putting you in the friend zone? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Want to hang out constantly. So weird. They want to be like really good friends, but with no boob touching. Yeah. Annoying. It's nice when girls touch your boobs. I know. I like it a lot. <laughs> Happy yeah. to be last. I like it when they do <laughs> it to me too. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm just refreshing my tea. Not gonna give that a miss. Not a miss. Not a miss. Yeah. Just injecting other podcast bits in. That's just how we do. Yeah. So like, I'm a big Pete Holmes fan. Yeah. So I was trying real hard to get his special. That came out last weekend. So I finally got it. Faces and sounds. Stole my friend's HBO password. (laughs) Watched it through a VPN. A lot of work to get to it. Yeah. And just realized I steal everything from Pete Holmes. No! (laughs) (laughs) Like, ooh, most of my personality is based off of Pete Holmes. Don't worry, me too. I'm a big old fraud. And why am I doing this? Oh, really? And why am I in comedy? Oh, no. And this was like an hour before having to go on stage. And while I'm breaking down, I get this message from this girl out of nowhere that I've been seeing a whole bunch. And she's like, I see where this is going. I don't want it to go there. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, great. Oh, my God. What, what show was this before? Eight and a half. Oh, God. On a Monday. On a Monday so the last, time, the last time I did eight and a half, I ate shit hard. Yeah. Like, I did not do well in front of people that I wanted to do well in front of. Oh. And I ate it, and I was just like, fuck. This sucks. So I'm gonna quit. <laughs> Is that what happened on Monday? This Monday? No, or? It was this Monday. So you ate shit. No, this Monday I did great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you're like it was weird arc. and confusing. Like, yeah, it's because like, like my set went fine. You're, you like came at it with like, what do I even have left? Yeah, and then like <laughs> and as, killed it. As I walked on stage, I forgot everything that was happening and like just performed. And, like, the small group of people that were there, we had fun. And it was great. Aww, that's and a good ending to that part order, of the story. Like and then, like, on Tuesday, because Louis came to town on Tuesday, I got bumped off of the show at the Knicks that he came on to, yeah. which I was not the happiest with. It's not fun to get bumped, especially if it's you're not even that, trying to perform. <laughs> like, I get getting bumped for Louis C.K. Yeah, sure, obviously. <laughs> He's but probably like, the most famous comedian in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, but like, why me instead of the other guys? Come on. No, that's totally true. Like, uh-huh. why couldn't it have been somebody else? It's like, to watch three bombs in front of Louie, I'm like, I could have done decent. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, was it a bunch of new people? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. I'm going to have to get you to tell me who it was after, because yeah. we won't and salt the, anyone. They might listen to this and be like, oh, <laughs> I thought it was okay. Like, no. It didn't no, you go, didn't. It did not go well. <laughs> Well, it's um, still mine, but... Yeah, so he did the Knicks, and I watched that show. And I was, supposed to, I was booked for two shows that night, and the second was the Kino. Uh, so, like, I watched Louie at the Knicks, and I was getting messages to, like, get to Kino now. Like, get angry messages. I'm like, like, where are you? Why do I be such a rush? You knew I was at the Knicks. I figured you were just going to put me up later. Yeah. And then, uh, so I just bolted over to the or to Kino. And they're like, oh, Louie might pop in here. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is this man ruining my life? <laughs> but they put me on second on the show. Okay. So, like, me walking in, take off my jacket, get up, go on stage. Oh. And I've never been just that quick moving into 
So I was just like, I'll just do yesterday's set, cut a minute out, and just like do the set and not think about anything. I didn't know Louis walked in during my set. I didn't know anything was happening. I don't know. Like, I was like, all right, I guess I'm going up early. I don't know why. <laughs> not thinking about anything. <laughs> but I found out later that night Colin Sharp was hosting. Uh-huh. And he talked to Steve Allen, who runs Kino. Right. And they're like, we're making sure Maddie goes on the show. Aww. And that was like, <laughs> that was so that so meant more that than was, anything. Yeah. That was Colin who did that, or yeah. that was Colin is a total good dude. Yeah. Like he, That's Colin awesome. Sharp. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but he used to be that humor editor at, at the SFU's The Peak yeah. uh, newspaper. And back when I first started at SFU, like he and I got into a bit of a war of words. We didn't know each other at yeah. all, but he was just like. I'm just like I'm devil's advocate I'm a little shit <laughs> but in like the intervening five or six years he really like we both grew up a ton and now I'm like oh he's fucking hilarious yeah. he works really hard he's very organized and he's just a super nice guy yeah. like he didn't have to do that for me no but he did like because he's a good dude like anybody, he's a mensch anybody else you don't have to do that for why would you why, did, why would it matter well because you already got bumped for Louis once that night it wasn't gonna goddamn happen again on Colin's watch <laughs> it would have been funny to be bumped twice by Louis and then you just like really hate Louis and give me <laughs> well now can't you say that you've opened for Louis suitcase CK kind of <laughs> were you about to say Louis suitcase <laughs> Louis suitcase I believe his name was well have Which you seen the Kaylee isn't it or there's a lot like of discussion that? over the people who went on that night in front of Louis and like that opening at the, or at the... At the mix and keynote okay. like having that open for Louis thing and I'm on the side that like no I didn't open for him no. I was just on the show with Louis but you were on a show that Louis C.K. was on yeah. which yeah. is pretty exciting to get to say when you live in Vancouver although my yeah. favorite thing is to say that I got bumped by Louis yeah that's fun that's my I more, incorporated that's... that into the copy I wrote for you on, <laughs> be on my show next week so or like that's a funnier thing than me yesterday. doing <laughs> me doing a show with Louis is not as funny as uh, Louis C.K. bumped me off at the comedy mix <laughs> but you had two experiences in the same night in that the must same have, like, night. Did, was it hard to sleep when you got home that night Oh yeah, we're we just kind of like what the fuck. Stayed up all night, and I was like, "This is what crazy. the fuck, what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck." The problem is, I'm not the biggest Louis fan. No, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's still very sexist and kind of racist, and I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I feel too. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't want to like shit on anybody's Sunday, right? Yeah. Because like they're all like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god." I'm like, but I think he's a good comic, but yeah. I don't care about what he's talking about. Yeah, he is I mean? funny. Like, like he is, he did funny. make me laugh a lot, but mm-hmm. there's still that underlying stuff. Yeah. And that's, that kind of made me feel bad about all the things that happened with him and those shows, because I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I saw him twice that night, <laughs> and people were like, oh, no, I missed it. I was like, oh, well. Like, oh, well. It, it was just sent, like, shockwaves through the yeah. Vancouver comedy scene. People were, like, kicking themselves for not yeah. going to stuff. Well, I, uh, yeah, because I... I I saw the Joe List tweet that was about, yeah. like, I'm going to be at the comedy mix and I'm bringing a friend. I'm like, oh, Louis is going to be there. So I just, I talked to, because I knew uh, Justin O'Hearn, who, it's his birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday, Justin. Uh, he's one of, my, one of my comedy partners, and he uh, was on the show. Yeah. Ended up getting introduced by Louis, which is cool, yeah. fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was like, oh, uh, FYI, Justin, I think Louis might be at the mix tonight. He's like, what? I'm going to. Poo. Yeah. <laughs> poo my pants. Like, he didn't even say shit my pants. He said and poo. poo my pants. <laughs> Not even poop. Poo. I knew like, as, I knew as sincere. soon as I got the email that I was getting bumped. Yeah. He's like, special guest coming, can't tell you who it is. And I was like, is it Louis? And I started messaging people who are on the show. Like, yeah. Sophie, who was headlining, like, is Louis coming? Did Louis bump me? Is it Louis? Tell me, tell me. And then rumors started flying, and then Joe List posted. And I was like, okay, it's happening for sure. For sure, it's happening. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, I kind of like got clued into it, and I was like, there. I had so much time to make it down. Like it was like two hours before the show, yeah. and I was still kind of like, 
I'm staying home today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was already going to go there, so I may as well go. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it, but then I was just kind of like, this is the one day I don't have to do anything this week, so yeah. I'm going to just chill in my PJs. And Yeah, I meant to, like, I was I was really trying to just kind of not do a ton of comedy this month because uh, I, like, I started going to the gym and doing all this other stuff, and I would just kind of was like, I don't really have time. And I got booked on a bunch of shit, so I was like, okay. I just didn't want to go up to do open mics. Booking stuff to the best. It's okay. so much better than doing open mics all the time. I rarely show up at them, and I get in trouble for it a lot. <laughs> you get in trouble for it? I feel like people are judging me. Like, this asshole is never at these open They mics. absolutely are, and there's no reason to be invested in what people <laughs> yeah, think. Exactly. Like, like, as long as you're nice to people, I think that's fine. When I show up, I get like, hey, where you been? I'll be like, fucking doing living, other shit. Living Fuck my you. life. Yeah. <laughs> Like sorry, I've been in, I just been invited to so many shows lately that I did, and you know I just like I could show up and just be there, and like, I didn't have to sit here for four fucking hours. <laughs> There's something about you'll learn a little bit more watching a good show than just sitting at an open mic. I agree, I agree because I see a lot of really good people do their worst sets at an open mic, and it yeah. just annoys me. Like to if you saw me only time. at open mics, you're like this guy sucks. I never try like brand new stuff usually. That's yeah, it's all new sometimes. stuff and me fucking around. Mm. And like going under time because I'm like, well, that's all I wrote. Here's that was three minutes. Bye. See you later. Don't <laughs> <Bye>. care. <laughs> I like a good bye. Do you really like? I don't actually. I get like a bit of a this like I keep coming back to the word sweet, and I don't mean to apply it to you so liberally. You are very sweet though. You're like a nice little honey <laughs> sweet, bun. Sweet, nice boy. Sweet, sweet, nice. A good, good comedy boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't really like read you as someone who's ripping off Pete Holmes at all. You do yeah. not have at all his same like performance cadence or anything. Like I don't. Your jokes don't feel the same to me at all. You might just think in his watching voice. his his special was just like oh these are all the, the topics I do in my set. Well, I'll minus I'll watch NASCAR. What, minus NASCAR. <laughs> but everything else is just talking about the same stuff. Almost all comedy sets but are all talking about the same say, stuff. I was going to say, like, they're all pretty universal. St- like, But all off, off of one guy. And, like, hmm. his whole special was, like, yeah, I, dude, that's my opening premise. That's I think it's just, like, any any premise. guy who just feels more comfortable around women kind of will make a lot of the same observations, I think, because they, like, have this weird relationship with their own masculinity, where yeah. it's like, I want to assert it sometimes, and then not others, and I want to be part of this world, but I'm part of this world, and so I think a lot of the observations are going to emerge in the same way. Yeah. But... And Colin, I, Colin talked to me on Monday, because he was also at the Eight and a Half show. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, you'll go through that for your first couple of years, just because... You're pulling from everybody. I mean, I mm. sound almost exactly like Emily Heller or mm. Brenny Posey or any number of these, like, young women with bright hair and glasses. Like, anyone who's a hairstyle and a mm-hmm. pair of glasses. Like, that's... I sound a lot like them. Yeah. Brassy I, I, I catch myself, like, doing almost a Maria Bamford impersonation whenever I do anything in a different voice, right? Yeah. Like, it's all picked up from elsewhere, but... Yeah, I've never looked at you and said, like, oh, here's a fucking asshole who's just mm. ripping off... Uh, you know, yeah. Pete Holmes, but I see people going up constantly where I'm like, did you just like put a Bill Burr special through your own <laughs> filter and just try the same yeah. thing? Like, because there's so many people who just come off like him or like Jim Norton or something yeah. like that. Like, there's so many people who just, it's obvious how much time they spend listening to the Joe Rogan podcast because yeah. they're so like full of coffee and yak butter or something. Yeah. Well, I got over it pretty and much me. after Tuesday. That's good. That's good. So it wasn't really like a long term breakdown. Yeah. Because, yeah, if Tuesday didn't happen, then it probably would have just, like, manifested and, like, spiraled out of control. Oh, dear. Because all that happened, and, like, I had good chats with, like, my best friend Vic, and we kind of worked through it. It was fine. That's, That's good. good. 
Yeah. I definitely. I mean, I find myself kind of aping Pete a lot just because, like, I'm also, like, a, a large, nice-faced person. Like, yeah, like, you could, <laughs> in another life, you could have been a youth pastor. Well. <laughs> I 100,000% could have been a youth pastor. Like you, I'd be an amazing youth pastor. Like, you joined youth group voluntarily. Yeah. You weren't even Tyler, religious. let me see those testes. <laughs> <laughs> no one will tell me why that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I've memorized. Nice try the devil. <laughs> I don't mean to, but he's just, like, got the... He kind of annoys me a bit as a person, I find, like, listening to his podcast too much. I'm yeah. just like, oh, you're so extra. It's Petey. too much yeah. Sweet, at times. Sweetie Petey. No, Sweetie Petey. Yeah. But it's hard not to love him at the yeah. same time. Yeah, when I was in L.A., I was just like, we need to find us, try to see him. And just look for a large, liver-lipped, yeah. white But behemoth. he was out of town, and then the Tuesday I left... He was on Put Your Hands Together. Like, oh, oh, fuck. Come <laughs> on. That is a show I desperately want to do, especially oh, yes. now that the meltdown's no more. I feel like I could get on. There's a new show. Put... Oh, really? It's called uh, The Rabbit Hole. Okay. And that's the new Wednesday at Meltdown. Cool. Cool, like, cool, cool. Well, like, they've you know, been grandfathered into a pretty sweet spot there. Yeah. But I'd love to do Put Your Hands Together. I feel you like could. I could get on it yeah. just because I'm like... And Put Your Hands Together was replacing Comedy, Comedy Bang Bay. Yeah. Comedy Death Ray. I would love to do I'd be like, hi, I'm at least half gay. Can I please do your show? I also have cool hair. <laughs> oh, when I first showed I showed up to LA like in the morning on a Tuesday and I'm like, we're going to go see Put Your Hands Together. I don't care how tired I am because it's the best. And I love Rhea and Cameron. Mm-hmm. And my thing, I do joke about how much I dress like a cool lesbian. And, then, <laughs> and you do. And I was, I had the outfit that Rio was wearing. <laughs> I'm like, I have the shirt that Cameron's wearing. <laughs> You're a cool lesbian, Maddie. There's no getting around it. I mean, sometimes I'm, so I hear someone miss, like, or I'll misinterpret someone talking about Maddie Kelly and think they're talking about you. Yeah. Because it's just it Maddie versus we Matty. So I'm always like, but it doesn't matter because it's like no matter what they describe a person doing apart from like, you know, fucking older guys. It's like, <laughs> and, and if that comes I'm up, then I'm like, that's off. Maddie. <laughs> and if you're not that far off. <laughs> Real close. Real close to fucking some old guys. The right old guy comes by. It's going to happen. <laughs> you're going to get out of his dreams and get into his car? Yep. Cool. That would be a nice car, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hold you, out for you that. You need a sugar daddy me. right now? I, I'm a car guy, so I like a nice car. So nice. <laughs> I'm going to fuck an old dude. You better have a nice car. <laughs> like a nice old Porsche. I'm it's good to know what your limits are and, you know, what, mm. what your requirements no, are. Not some douche with, like, a Lamborghini. No, I want a nice classic Porsche. <laughs> 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 That's the way to my heart, old dudes. Get in on it. <laughs> I think our demographic is mostly older dudes. <laughs> Do you mean my dad? No. <laughs> my dad's going to roll up trying to pick you up in his 2006 Honda Odyssey. <laughs> get out of my dreams. Get into my golf van. <laughs> it is his golf van. So is that everything? That the other weird stuff happened to you this week? Other than fucking Louis C.K. bumping you from a show? Um... So I had that weird situation with the girl on Monday mm-hmm. that I told you about. And then we hung out on Thursday. Oh. <laughs> and then that was awkward, and we kind of brought it up and talked about it. And it was just like, she felt bad. And I was like, why are we even hanging out? It's so confusing. <laughs> and then uh, yesterday, you know, there's that free Nikki Glaser show. Yeah. Which was very weird. Tell me about it, because I didn't go, because I instead rehearsed and went for a walk in the snow and saw an owl. So it was a free show. Mm-hmm. Nikki Glaser, Kyle Kinane. Uh, Brandon Wardell, Ivan Decker. Yeah. That's Amazing lineup. Stack show. Amazing for lineup. free. Yeah. And then... You just had to RSVP on this, like, weird website or whatever. Yeah. And then there's some, like, VIP um, 
RSVP as well. So then me and my friend got those. And it's for free, free food and booze. Wow. And we're like, what is happening? What is this? Yeah. Oh, was that the Vogue? It was at the Vogue. So it turns out it's like some pot company put it yeah, on. Yeah, Leafly. It's the Leafly show. I didn't know this. I'm not a pot boy. Oh, you should be a pot boy. <laughs> you should at least talk to a pot girl. <laughs> I could have told you. I was like, why the fuck is Ivan Decker on a weed show? Yeah. If I saw him holding even one marijuana, <laughs> I would be very surprised. I said yeah. that on Facebook already, but I still hold with that. <laughs> it was very confusing. Because like I, I didn't know it was a weed thing. So we just show up. And, like, and everybody's high. Uh, we just weren't paying attention to them, but like, there's like... Uh, PowerPoint presentation on like the screen while we're waiting. What? And it was like in my mind it was just like a timeshare for pots. <laughs> it's some weird <laughs> pot timeshare thing. <laughs> and they're trying to sell us pot. <laughs> in Vancouver. In Vancouver. I don't know what it was. It was very confusing. But it was an amazing show. I bet. Like, I wish I got to I adore that Nikki Glazer. She's so She's funny. Amazing. Gorgeous. <laughs> yes. She's so gorgeous. gorgeous. And such a gross person. I love, <laughs> I love it so much. And she always responds to me whenever I tweet at her, which I yeah, love. Yeah, I tweeted at her. I'm like, can I just play, play with Luigi while you're on stage? Is that her dog? Yeah. Aww. That's adorable. <laughs> um, I really, she's a, she's also a weird bird person. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, she's a, we- I think she does, I think she does weed and <laughs> likes birds. Yeah. So I, I'm like, please let's be friends. <laughs> Nikki so, Glazer. Yeah, she's so cool. Like, a lot of people put her in, like, the Amy Schumer camp. No! She's nothing like, no. like Amy Schumer. Well, sometimes. They talk, they have similar, they're friends and they have similar topics where they're both dirty and blah, blah, blah. But I find Amy's just trying to be a famous person and Nikki wants to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love And Nikki not comes safe. across like a comedian. I love Not Safe with Nikki Glazer. I just, it's such a funny fucking yeah, show. Yeah, it's canceled and it's the bummer. Oh, it got canceled? Yeah. Aww. Oh, I didn't know it got canceled. That makes me so sad. Yeah, it was such a good show. I was surprised it got canceled. I know, some really like out there, I like sketches, like segments and stuff. she's able to stuff, put that like, onto like a shit. web series or something because I love the comedians doing porn oh my segment God. where they just would narrate in the ears of people fucking and yeah. filming a porn scene. That's been very expensive to do, I would think. Yeah. But they got yeah. like famous, famous porn stars to do it, too. <laughs> and just, like, when Kristen Schaal was... <laughs> I like the lie detector test that she did with her parents. Oh, it's like, so and they awkward. found out that dad, her dad has a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. And they've done it in the butt. <laughs> and then Bridget Everett sang a song to Nikki Glazer about how big her dad's dick is. <laughs> what was it? Like, I can't remember. It was, like, like Ron Glazer's got a huge no, was, hog or something was, like that. Uh, Horse, horse, clock, ho- glazer was horse, the dick, glazer, yeah. horse, dick, glazer. That was it. Good. Yes. Thank God you're here. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! It was yeah, so funny. Just... I just love it when because she doesn't embarrass very easily. So when she does, it's so sweet. Yeah, it so and funny. she she puts herself into that exact situation. That's I just so yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for her. Like, she's a really funny and real person. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to see her when I was in LA as well. Then I get, yeah. like. She couldn't. She missed the fight and missed the show. Mm. No, and then Dancing Jermaine just popped in and said he was very funny. That's cool. I nice. like him. They, I, so the um, Just for Laughs Northwest Festival uh, <laughs> roster dropped last yeah. week, and uh, I think we all had the same reaction. To I it. just tweeted at Katie. I was like, "Look at this amazing lineup!" And, and I, d- like, I was like, "I was like, because I'd seen it already." I was yeah. like, "I." I realized, like, oh, she's being super sarcastic. <laughs> was, like, the poster was just, like, four faces of people that really don't care for. Like, Crystalia, some oh. guy named Piff the Magic Dragon, <laughs> who I have seen on TV, and he was yeah, funny, but he's, funny. like, a five-minute funny. Yeah. Uh, he'll draw a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same with, like, 
the Game Grumps are coming too as part of the festival. The Game Grumps. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck they are, but nerds will come and buy tickets, and that's more important right now. I'd much rather see a live Monster Factory. Oh. (laughs) Then a Game Grumps. Spring the McElroys up here all the time. Spring those sweet, sweet McElboys up here. I want to see them. They seemed to have fun when they came up. Last time, I think they'll come back probably. Sure. I would well, love be to harder. How fucking great would it be? They all have to... babies now. Yeah, though. it's fine. Whatever, they're fine. They're dudes. <laughs> they get away with it. everything. <laughs> I've, I haven't like gotten sucked into that cult yet, so right. I could just babysit for them, and you guys could go to the show. <laughs> <laughs> get sucked in. Get sucked in. I'll probably wind up loving it, just I, uh, like you were resistant to Hamilton. I'm resistant to McElroy. It's true. I. Uh, I, I would love to fucking host their show, like get Graham Clark to like feature as the comic and then have them start. That'd That's, be so cool. I want, I wanted them to guest the Spy Boys when they were in town. How great would it be to just like, come out in a best. shirt that just says Glass Shark or something? <laughs> like just wear a sensible blazer and a shirt that just says Glass Shark. Yeah. <laughs> you love the fag kid. <laughs> Don't go into that deep dog water, Chris. <laughs> like what? And they're like this so is how subversive. I felt about Hamilton for the longest just time. Everything you just like. When I say like little pot boy, it's totally just from yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, that's that's just that good Kush. Like every time Griffin fucking coughs, it's like, oh, it must be that good Kush. Getting him coughing. It's stupid. <laughs> Trying to describe it, you're like, oh, do I like something that's dumb? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Just three dumb idiots. But I'm so obsessed with it. And it's you you and Marta Wesselhoff are the past guest Marta Wesselhoff yeah. are the only other two people I know that are really into it right now. Oh, and my friend Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Those are like the only people I know who are super, super into it. And, and also the same Hamilton people. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of overlap. <laughs> there's a lot of overlap. I feel like I, feel like I will enjoy it. Probably <laughs> because Lin-Manuel Miranda is great friends with the oh, McElroy's. Yes. Yeah. 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 He he's obsessed with them. Yeah. Like yeah. he did. I haven't seen. I haven't listened to the Great Job Horn episode yet, but I'm really looking forward to it because he's been doing it on every appearance that he has on television. Yeah. On SNL, he comes on, and does this. Like I'm, I'm gesturing. <laughs> you can't see it. It's, it's like great job. He did it at the Grammys. <laughs> During the their performance, yeah, during he the really opening, loves the that's awesome. Yeah, and like even and on their I Facebook, they're group. like, I don't know why he likes us so much. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, well, Lin Manuel Miranda's our best friend, I guess, and yeah. so is Elizabeth Gilbert. <laughs> so she was a guest on their show. She's cool. Patrick Rothfuss, it's crazy. Who Lin Manuel Miranda is now producing the music for uh, a show adapting his books. So it's like this weird, wild. They're I at like the, it. the center of this really strange creative typhoon yeah, or something. They have such a draw and it's crazy as non It took forever for it to really build up, I think. Because yeah. like, they've been doing this for it just, six, seven years. It just gives me hope that in like ten years like we're going to have something weird happen. I hope so. I don't know. I, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, we'll be amazing. No, but no, no. we're very tenacious, so we will stick around <laughs> like, whether gonna... or not people listen. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys are famous soon, whatever fans are listening right now who are just like backtracking all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I alive? Did they kill me? Because <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Please build a time machine, come back and tell me. <laughs> Didn't happen, so... I'm dead. They killed me. They killed you. <laughs> Warn the future. They're murderers. <laughs> we're murderers. Should we get into Hamilton? So the mixtape is out. The mixtape has come out. Sweet, sweet. I haven't listened to it yet. Just, what I've just is listened to the Busta Rhymes you? one. That's so many things. What? Come on. When I saw Regina Spector and Ben Folds, Dear Theodosia, I'm like, that's very sweet. It's nice. The Ashanti Ja Rule, I pulled over my car. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. I was with someone and I was dropping off at home and I was just like, get out of my car because I know I got the 
the I have the pre-order on my phone. And yeah, it so popped then it, up oh, and it's like <laughs> get uh, out of my car. <laughs> helpless featuring <laughs> Ja Rule get is, out of has downloaded. My car. I was like, I need to listen to this. This girl has no idea about Hamilton. I don't want to just bare my whole soul and sing along. <laughs> and just like start crying to the Ashanti and Ja Rule coming back together to do a song. <laughs> Were they, did they used to be together or something? Or Well, like early 2000s was always those two doing songs. It's true. I mean, my entire experience of Ashanti is largely her guest appearance in the film Bride and Prejudice. Um, yeah, I missed out on a lot of early 2000s hip-hop because I lived in a racist suburb. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so I was like, I like everything except for rap and country. And now I'm like, those two things I like a lot. I, I mind the country a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Like, there's a Weird Al karaoke that happens once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only one time I haven't done a country song. Every other time. I've never done it. I really want to do it's it. so much fun. So much fun. Is it but hard to get no on? one knows the country songs, songs I'm singing. <laughs> I want to do a... Too niche. I've, I've talked about doing a um, Matthew Gibbs Everything is Obli- Automatic as Everything is Problematic mm-hmm. and doing it as all like being about like how uptight and PC everything is. You can is. get on the show real easy. Which would be funny, especially because I'm the one who insists on those things. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, sorry, are you making fun of uh, kinds of people that I love a lot? I'm going to stab you in the neck yeah. with a pen. <laughs> and then you will apologize to me <laughs> is how it's going to go. So I think it'd be fun to make fun of myself a little bit that way. And I already wrote the lyrics like years ago Have for it. Have you been it. to the show? No. Go to the show. Okay. Uh, it's the best. It's okay. so It's fun. just always on a Saturday. Well, yeah, it's the last Saturday of the month. I'm just, and it's I'm always just gonna very, be very famous and important. I'm always doing Always things. booking those Saturday gigs. Always booking them Saturday. I've had like one Saturday gig. It was last Saturday. You were there and on the same bill. <laughs> yeah. And also... We're on a lot of the same bills We're going to have the same Saturday bill this weekend because it's my show and I booked you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just haircuts and glasses. That's all we've got on the show. Haircuts and glasses. It's a good theme. It Solid is. theme. So you love the mixtape. That's so how good. it's. So you kicked a woman out of your car so you could listen no, to it. No, I didn't kick her out. Like I was just like, get out. I just want to take you home so I can listen to this song. <laughs> and like I started playing and I pulled over my car. <laughs> I was like, this is so good. Were you crying? Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yes. Who am I fooling? Of course I was. That's the uh, how I won't listen to like the last five songs on the album, like yep. at all. I just won't. Because uh, I can't handle getting through uh, the like Washington farewell. I go bit. I go to Hurricane and then I stop. I haven't even listened to Hurricane. Hurricane's good. Okay, yeah. but like Hurricane will get me. But yeah. Is that before or after? Oh no, I have listened to that one. I think is that before or after? It's quite uptown because I have not listened to that it's one. It's before. Okay, I've never it's, listened it to it. It goes uptown. Hurricane, and then uh, Philip bites it. Yeah, it's yeah uh, Hurricane, and then like Burn. Then Philip dies. <laughs> quiet uptown. It's and a then, really bad and year then for it just, everybody. Then it just cries dash from there on in. Yeah. So I was like, that's well, when I stop. Well, because I watched I watch the... It's so funny. I'm like, I'm obsessed with Hamilton. It's like, I've never listened to the last four songs. Because uh, I watched the PBS documentary mm-hmm. of it. And um, uh, at the end where they're showing the, the duel, like, and the, the turntable is turning as one must... I just started, like, just sheets of tears were coming down my face. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that he would look older because he puts glasses on and then he's old looking <laughs> or something. Like, just how they age up the characters. Yeah. I really thought it would be, it would be really funny if Anthony Ramos came out with just, like, his his knees and shoes to be <laughs> filled up because he's, like, 25. It's so funny to see that. I uh, I downloaded the uh, bootleg of it. Oh, yeah. And watched that a bunch. 
Because uh, so you don't I've, like to give people you love money. I'm like, I don't have $1,500 to a sold out show totally that I'm fair. never going to see. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, with the cast that I you want. I to see the original cast do it. Naturally. Yeah. You were saying that at the at the show last Saturday, like, we were like, oh, I don't know if we want to watch the bootleg. Like, I want to see it live. And you're like, listen, now the cast is different. So now you can watch the bootleg with the original cast. And you said it's shot pretty decent. It's a decent enough shot. Yeah. I enjoy it. You know, you paid so much more attention to it anyway. So it didn't take me out of it. The weirder angle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I bought tickets, I'm going to have probably a shittier seat anyway. Yeah, <laughs> very likely. Very <laughs> likely. I do want to see it when it's on tour, though, just for just for fun. We should yeah. go to L.A., watch yeah. Hamilton, and do, like, a comedy tour, and, like, go to and get you and put your hands together as Those well. 1,000%. 1, 1, I think, already. Oh, oh motherfucker. Because my friend Vic's down there. Next time. And we were, talk- through, <laughs> we were talking about it. <laughs> we could go to London and watch it there and visit all of our already London pals. Already planning to go to London next year. <laughs> That'd be the easier ticket, because people in London don't give a Cost shit. Cost a bajillion. <laughs> They're like... <laughs> It's they're, people they're, who wanted to leave us. Who they're, cares? They're all rooting for King George. Yeah. <laughs> it's very short. That's the Hamilton, it's just the three from? songs. It's just three songs. It's just, you'll be back. What comes next? And I know him. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. It's the same song but three those times. Are, those are such fun songs. I They're my favorite. Like watching the bootleg of that. That's some, my favorite moment. When Groffing he, it. When he comes out and just like... Little shimmy shake. It's Ooh, so It's mm. so good. Doing, I just love doing a posh English accent. It's so fun. You know when you listen to it and it's just like song after song after song? Yeah. That's how the play goes. There's oh, yeah. no break. That's so it's, It has the most it's amount of so words crazy. in the shortest amount of time as any Broadway play ever. It's not like even that. like we finished a song, let us set up the next song. No, it's... It's like 20 song, or 30,000 words one. long or something in two and a half hours. That is... chick who made that dress with the whole book on it or yeah. whatever. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that your friend? Wild. Yeah. Well, she's an acquaintance of yeah. mine. We know we're not super I don't know. Players, it's kind of wild. There's lots of words. She's incredibly creative, yeah. though, yeah. obviously. Yeah, she was doing a doing a brisk business making companion cubes from <laughs> Portal for a long time. People were buying these massive foam cubes. So. Yeah. yeah. Sarah is... That's fun. Creatrix, don't you know? Figure out how yeah. to do your thing, man. Yeah, if I know what your thing is, and her thing is is like uh, going to the joke, the Jonathan Colton cruise every year and selling fezes to Will Wheaton and stuff. <laughs> it's just like this incredibly spend. Uh, Cameron and Rhea are on that this mm-hmm. year. Both. The Joko cruise. See, Jack I'm like, I'm like, ooh, I would really oh, love to go, but it's like, I just, oh man, I still, I think we've talked about this before, but I, I just have never want to like, go on a cruise. I never want to go on a cruise, but I just like, I never don't want to be part of the show. Mm-hmm. I always want to be behind the scenes. I want to be like running something yep. or part like performing. I've just, like, I've performed on so many things. I'm, like, super famous and talented. Now we're mad audience members. I'm super a really, famous and talented. So I sit in the back. I'm a really bad audience member because I'm just like, oh, I wish I was up there. And, like, why can't I hang out in the green room in the back? And don't these people know who I am? Like, <laughs> even at that show at St. James Hall, like, I've played so many shows at that room that yeah. I, like, was just like, well, I know that there's, like, a better bathroom in there. I could just walk in and <laughs> use that one <laughs> I'm just like I hated sitting in the audience. I'm like I want to be up there. Like I know all these songs. I can play them. Like it kind of took me out of the. Not really. I find it really hard to watch. Not comedy so much. I don't know because it's just I I, just doing it. I watch so much of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, with music, even just having been in a band years ago and not being Mm -hmm. in one now, I I just have a hard time at concerts. I get so bored. Like I just want to go backstage and sit down on a couch. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's one. That's why I do my New Year's show every year because we did a show like that at like a bar on Granville Island that the media club where we just played covers mm-hmm. for like an audience and then it got taken over by the peak radio station and then they started picking the lineup and Ed and I were not famous enough to be on the lineup right and so we got cut and we were like what the fuck like I'm not gonna go back to not performing on New Year's yeah 
so what else can we do? And we're like, well, we've got this sweet house, so why don't we just do it for free? We don't have to load our gear into a taxi at the end of the (laughs) night. We'll just invite people to come to us. And it's been great. Six years in a row. It's like the best time. And you get to come this year. Yeah, I'll be one of the performers. Yeah. In a sweet five minutes. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I really hate being an audience member. So, like, on the Joko cruise, I'd probably try to insinuate myself onto a lineup somehow. <laughs> you would easily If Evan Schletter was there, because he was last year, yeah. I would just be like, hi, I s- smuggled my cello onto this cruise ship. <laughs> I don't even Let's think you have jam. to smuggle it. I'm pretty sure, because uh, uh, Sarah, the, the gal who makes all those things, she she plays the cello as well. She's not been playing as long as you have, that's for sure. That's cool. she's, she's more of, like, a uh, like a hobbyist. But, she's my uh, in. We could do fucking dueling cellos. Dude. Pretty fucking sweet. Okay, I think, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know me when I get an idea in my head. Oh, I God. make it happen. I think I might do that. <laughs> You're just such a, like, a little witchy manifester. She's a Hamilton. She's a real Hamilton. I'm that's, that's, It's true, though. She is much, she's the Hamilton. I'm the Burr. I'm for sure Except Burr. that we're... Yeah, I'm just like... Uh, 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 not now? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. No, okay, later, later. You're trying to figure out the people in your life. You're like, you're that to me. Like, I know who my Angelica is. And <laughs> I know who... <laughs> is Angelica Vic? No. Oh, okay. Uh, was the, first, I was the first time I was at the Nikki Glaser show with mm. She's My Angelica. We were very just like constantly snap, 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 bits. Snap, snap. It's real quick with her. Just riffing bits. Riffing bits. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it's just like that's our relationship. We yeah. never, like, we know we're there for each other, and but it's always just bits constantly. Just bits and bits and bits. And like people are annoyed by us by how much we're laughing and just loud. Yep, I know who my Angelica is <laughs> as well. No. Oh, <laughs> who am I? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking about the like the sort of like pining of just like yeah we could have but it's not gonna happen oh, but we're yeah. just like yes of okay <laughs> <laughs> I milked it secrets secrets <laughs> who who would you be to me you'd be my crew you're my fucking Hercules Mulligan yeah. I need no introduction <laughs> oh watching the bootleg oh yeah Hercules Mulligan okay. has the best moments mm. and there's the, the silent moments it's just him acting out things and that you don't ever see oh, <laughs> and there's such I got goosebumps <laughs> it's so funny so I mean no, no. your whole crew rolled into one then kind of <laughs> oh cool I'm okay with that alright yeah no I me mean, too I mean I have I have other crew like all of our all of our music people are sort yeah. of my other crew but you're I'm a real Swiss Army knife of a person <laughs> oh you're maybe my you're maybe my um Washington? Lawrence oh. <laughs> because like didn't maybe Lawrence and <laughs> oh they were maybe maybe had a relationship <laughs> or something so then they wrote like, some very like friend erotic letters to each other like yeah that's very on brand for us <laughs> erotic friend fiction <laughs> we write erotic friend fiction for each other yeah so yeah. I think that you would probably count as that well I hope I, I hope only in some ways because he definitely dies yeah that's one of the songs that are cut. Mm-hmm. That, but it's also in the in the bootleg. I have so much work to do. It's in the bootleg, so it's pretty cool. Right on. And that's the first like real cry I had in that. No, blue, 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 blue. I was like, I wasn't expecting this. Oh no! Especially because he died. Like John Lawrence dies after the war is over. He just like yeah. gets hit with a stray bullet or something. Yeah, it sucks to be him. Yeah. He's a good, good. He's a good, good, a good, good abolitionist boy. <laughs> <laughs> No one else will like that joke, <laughs> but you did, so that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> Play to the room. Play to the room. Play to the tiny, tiny room oh, with all the really baffling. Hey, yes. baffled. You played a lot of small rooms. Like, I did Goldie's on Thursday night to two people. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's so small. There Where was it... a table of six, but they left during my set. Shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> There's, um, I was like, is oh. that an open mic now or something, or what is it? The Thursday Goldie's is an open mic, yeah. Okay. Um, and it is... It's fun. How does Saturday usually shape up at Goldie's? I don't. I've never done it. Uh, it's 
pretty much a bringer. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Susie purposely books a new person, and a new person will always bring friends. That's true. So there's always people at the show. Uh, it's just a long show. Yeah, I think that I'm worried a little bit worried that the um, uh, laugh gallery is going to be kind of poorly attended because it's like the middle of goddamn December. But I assume uh, it won't be the last. Graham Clark just announced that there was that article going around like "Don't give cans to the food bank," mm-hmm. and he was Don't like. Yeah, donate money, and he was like, "Great, okay, so all proceeds from all the laugh galleries for the rest of yeah. December are going oh. to the food bank." So yeah, so I was gonna come so watch you this yeah. Monday, so the more and I'm gonna pay. Ah, yeah, yeah, the more people come, the more money to the Fuck, food I'll bank. Fuck, I'll throw some money. Alicia Tobin would not let me pay when I came the other Aww. day. Yeah. She's like, "You're a comic, you don't pay." You and I was like, rules. I was like, I, but I have a disposable income, like I can afford to pay. She's like, "Well, Ooh, well, you don't." So that's not how the system works. It was so funny. She was just like very serious about it. I like was she like, got mad when I kept going to her show and I was paying for her show all the time. So then I just like would show up. I just want to give like, Alicia Tobin my money. I just she's like such her. a great person. She's <laughs> such a good person. She has the most beautiful cheekbones. <laughs> and so sweet. Like gal. when I first started, she was one of the people who like was nice to you. Really nice from the get go. Her, Sean Devlin. Yeah. I were like the two of the big people who like just guys. took me in instantly. There's some very kind people who yeah. who have been doing comedy a long time here. Like Ivan Decker's another one who's so so nice yeah. to me. Um like Adam Pateman's been really yeah. nice to me. Like even Graham's Graham's super we're nice. We're but Graham still intimidates the shit out of oh, me. Oh, he really intimidates like, me. Like I get so nervous talking to him still. Well, I just listen to him all the time. Like he's yeah. constantly in my ear because of stuff podcasting yourself, right? Like yeah. he's just constantly there. I don't I don't feel Intimidated might not even be the right word. It's just like there's a certain gravitas to him that I'm always surprised that he's shorter than me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, cause I don't just, have that. He... <laughs> Everybody's taller than me. <laughs> I'm, I'm very tall. <laughs> I'm not abnormally tall, but I'm a pretty tall woman. I'm taller than every man at my gym. How tall are you? I'm five nine and a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also very very broad, so I, I think I loom large. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just Very I really see Heggs and guests gush over local comedians. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't help it. They're just such lovely people who are so funny, and it's just cool that like some there are people. The top people are the nice. The Sunday service people are yeah. the. Yeah, that's just so remarkable people. to me. Like the people who are really successful, like they they are really seriously kind. They they remember your name. They yeah. try, but it's think... it's like other amateur people who are shitheads. Sometimes. Yeah, but it's like the the nurturing nature to be like. If everybody is kind, like we're building an awesome scene, which is just going to make for better shows and yeah. more people will come out. Like, Definitely. if you're an asshole, then mm. you're going to weed out all the like cool people that want to be on your shows and stuff, exactly. and then it's just going to suck. So it's like it's in everyone's best interest to like create a supportive scene, mm-hmm. right? Don't I felt, be a Hamilton. <laughs> I felt like that in music, yeah. where it was like there was for a while this like really great band of folks that would just like everyone was really nice like Dan Mangan at the time was like super kind Mm -hmm. and like so I'd play shows with him and he'd like come and do whatever like all these really nice folks that were very generous with their time Mm -hmm. and I don't like I'm not as dialed into that community anymore because a lot of the venues are gone so there's nowhere Mm -hmm. to really do a lot of shows I miss the railway so bad me too man did you do comedy there Maddie? I did the the mermaid or whatever not mermaid wait which one no, I did off the rails. I never made it oh, onto okay. Mermaid because I still knew mm-hmm. um, at that time. Yeah, so was then, that a good I, show? I, I never saw it. It was a bringer. It was good. It was. I did it in the summertime once, and it was real hot. Mm-hmm. I did it in shorts. The first time I ever did comedy in shorts, I'm like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> this sucks. I get why I'm like, it's too hot. No, suffer the heat. It's awkward being up there. In suffer shorts. the heat. Don't let anyone see your knees. My knees. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're weird looking. Are they? I don't know. I was very self-conscious. Oh. I was also like boiling hot and like lost my mind on stage. Oh, no. <laughs> like I was like getting delirious. Oh, dear. Yeah. I, um, there's been a few times where I realized like that my face is getting super red while I'm on stage. And I'm like, mm-hmm. people are going to think I'm nervous. It's just the lights are very bright mm-hmm. and they cook you like at Yuck yeah. Yucks. Yeah. The lights on the stage, they are so intense. You just get like a tan when you just do five get, minutes. Just got to get used to it. You, if you're blind, then it's better. Yeah, if you can can't see. see shit, it's better. Sometimes they, can, the they can see you. People can see like right up your dress. Oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had uh, I had a great I, I had a really good set there the first time I ever did, it. and this, I've only done it twice. The second time was fine too. But I've only first, done it once. The first or second time I did it, I can't remember one or the other. One of the two times, mm-hmm. uh, it just it was so packed and the audience was so cl- close in that I did a bit where I talked about how like. Uh, my dad thought I was 110% gay and he was at least 50% right. <laughs> uh, and I heard, I, everybody laughed and then I heard this guy like laugh late and just go, ha, 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 math joke. <laughs> <laughs> he was like right in front of me. It's I was like, a good I was room. like, yeah, I know, I know it's weird that I know stuff about math. <laughs> like, clearly I have a gender studies degree. <laughs> so I don't know, I've never riffed before. I, that was like one of the first times I ever riffed during a show. I was just like, just in pro mode it's for a second. A, it was really great. Such a good show. The first time I did it, it was sold out. I didn't know. It feels amazing. And to it felt to great. But like it's that. an easy room. Yeah. Super easy. They kiss your butt there. Yeah. They'll laugh at everything. Yucks is similar. And I had this conversation with Jacob Samuel when I started. Mm-hmm. And he was like, avoid the clubs for a bit. And I didn't do the mixed for my first year and a half. Just because you get too used to, like, how generous everyone is with their laughter. Yeah. And, and I was won't... happy that I waited. Like, yeah. It's not also that I waited. I never got booked for a long time. Yeah. And then when I was there, I had a solid five minutes. Mm. And I was able to level the place. Yeah. And I was like, yes. That yeah. felt good. Totally. <laughs> Better okay. than going up my first time and just, like, kind of stumbling through and getting laughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it for a year, at least. Like, I, I started... Um, I said almost at noon. I meant to say June. I started around noon. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing good. comedy for like, I don't know, two hour, hours. hour 45, yeah, two, two hours. Uh, yeah, no, I started in, I think like June 30th of, of 2015, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. So as your personal secretary, I can attest to this. <laughs> okay, it's going well for you. You run your own show now. Yeah, I mean, like, things kind of took... It's really funny that everything took off after I was a shit on the forum that one time. Well, not even a shit. I was just, like, a whiner. I was like, hey, stop doing this shitty thing. And a bunch of people piled on either to support me or or to say that I was an asshole. And then everybody was really nice to me after that. Like, a bunch of people added me as a friend, and now I'm like, now I know everybody. So sometimes be a a dick. Be a whiner. And it works for you. Hamilton. Running a a show makes a big difference in the scene. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. But people were being nice to me before that. Which is, but yeah. then I started running the show, and then everybody's like, oh. oh yeah, now that I have, what do you got I have there? a little more pull with things, which yeah. is nice. Because you run Blood Feud. Because I run Blood Feud. And it's, uh, it's been surprising that I've been able to pull the people I've gotten to do the show. Like, an Alicia Tobin. It's like pretty Katie people And I don't no. pay anybody. Oh, it's we pay. Unpaid it's really show. easy to get And people. I go from the get-go. I'm like, this is unpaid. So if you want to, if you cancel it, totally fine. <laughs> I totally understand that you're professional comedians. Yeah. And I'm getting, and like, I'm pu- trying to get the bigger people. Yeah. So I at least try to get one or two pros per show. Are there other shows in Vancouver where everyone gets paid? Mm, like a non-club show? Yeah think so. Might just be ours then. Comedy socialist. I know a lot of them pay the MC and the. Oh yeah, the no, the, the, our, for us the I don't know if I don't I don't want to reveal the Wu Tang secret here, but uh, 
<laughs> uh, but the venue for us pays the headliner and pays the MC, and then we pay the features out of our door take, which That's pretty good. Yeah, and so far people people generally make between like twenty and fifty bucks for featuring nice. on our show, which is just like that's good at the really... venue to do that because mm-hmm. like my venue, I have to pay for the space. Yeah, we don't have to. So... Like, but our venue, people buy food and drink, yeah. right? So, but mm-hmm. I mean, I have nothing but amazing things to say about the folks at Big Rock. The general yeah. manager, their JM, is an amazing guy, super nice. He's just been cradling us in his yeah. bosom, and he they take such bosom? good care of us. Yeah. Like they literally the bought a spotlight for. Well, everybody's got a bosom. Not everybody got titties. Bosom. Bosom. <laughs> bosom. That's like, spelled bosom. B o s o m. It's not how you say it though. <laughs> Is this one of those moments where you're like, I've been saying it wrong my whole life? You know, no, I, I think, only read it in a I book. think you could say you could say either or either. Yeah. <laughs> one's right and one's blue. <laughs> oh my god, you shit bird. Yes! <laughs> Little this shit bird. Is, <laughs> this is where, just, where did you get that popcorn from? <laughs> Why you... This is where we I ruined the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the final episode of this year. <laughs> oh, so... Never, we're never gonna stop. No, we'll we'll be broadcasting from the Podcasting from the nuclear winter, probably. <laughs> talking to nobody. Just talking into a tin can. <laughs> well, can of beans, it's just you and me. Chris is a skeleton now. <laughs> Why do I die first? You know. I don't know. You maybe, know. Maybe all, the food, all the food was on a top shelf. <laughs> and I wouldn't get it down for you. <laughs> I would no. I'd let you eat me first. <laughs> I'd like cut off. no way. But then also shit. feed you. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I cut off my leg so you could eat it. Oh my god, that's how much I love you. Oh, fuck. Are you okay. <laughs> we really didn't talk that much about Hamilton. That's, that's so fine. good. No, we're at it now. <laughs> Not stop. No. Oh my god, fuck you. Yeah. That's, okay, so like I work in politics now, yeah. so I'm trying to feel like I'm becoming more of a burr. Okay. As as like I learn and like I'm trying to like assess the situation. It's like you don't want to come out with a super hard statement right away because yeah. the situation. If you don't have all the facts, especially like I'm learning how to like gather information before I like make any kind of like position or whatever, which is kind of fun. Have you mm-hmm. seen the drunk history? Of... Yes. Yes. He explained it so well. Where Hamilton's the asshole yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And Burr's the good one the whole time until that one moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where. <laughs> Burshie's Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Up one... until he kills him, he's actually a pretty good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Where they at that moment they swap. Yeah. And then now Burr's the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. And then the only thing he, of note that he does after that is that dire enter he makes about lamenting his overspending on a pineapple <laughs> or a coconut or something. I can't remember what. He's like, having spent 16 shillings, 10 pence, li- like an ass, <laughs> or specta- spectacularly, aka like an ass. <laughs> Apparently, he bought a coconut. And that's how exciting Bear was. <laughs> God bless Leslie Odom. Odom or Odom Jr.? Odom. I Odom. His voice I don't know. Is, I've never met the guy. His voice is a, so beautiful. Oh, my God. He's, he sounds large based on his voice. Like, his, yeah. his voice is so smooth and honey-like and warm and stuff. And then he's just sort of like a like a bit of a scrapper. You know, he's like kind of like a, a thin He's great. Dude. Wait for it is probably my favorite song. Yeah, me the, too. It's, it's definitely 100%. the the part where it just really goes hard. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of the mixtape, like I was like, Usher, you're fine, but I don't like this version yes. because Leslie Odom Jr. Yes. is the It's not ultimate. as good. Yeah. It's not. And I mean, they didn't they didn't make it different enough to like 
warrant. I don't know. Like yeah, it was too it was close just to the original, and, and, and it was like not, not saying as Hamilton good. as much. Yeah, <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the, that was the letdown of the album. I was really well, excited, and like, also Jimmy Fallon because he sucks. Yeah. God, he's so annoying. I fucking hate that guy. I, hate that guy. <laughs> I didn't even download you it. I'm like, Dan had Graham Clark hates him. <laughs> or as much as Graham Clark hates James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> that one I don't get as much other than the fact that it's like, why is he suddenly famous here? Why has like, he, he hasn't a TV done show? anything? Mm. But he's like an affable, lumpy dude. I did watch Into the Woods and James Corden is very good. He's a very good singer. <laughs> he's a good singer. It's not a very good movie, though. But no, that's not something not like that doesn't make a talk show host. No, I know. Exactly. But all these talk shows now the only The only thing that makes that show is Reggie Watts. Mm. Yeah. And he won't stay there long. It's funny that um, Jimmy Kimmel's the best one now. Yeah, that's he, weird. I never would have thought that. He got the time to grow mm-hmm. that no one else would have gotten. Mm-hmm. Like The beginnings of that show are so different than it is now. Yeah, the stuff that he was doing when he was doing the Man Show with Adam Carolla yeah. is just like he's a much different person now. Yeah. I think. and now it's grown. Now it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they never TV come or yeah TV stations weren't giving people the time. Like Conan got zero time to do it. Yeah, they didn't you know, like get up. Yeah, and now we're gonna put this stupid game show on with celebrities. Ugh, this garbage Ugh. show. Yeah, it's really everything that's playing on broadcast TV right now is sort of hard to watch I find there's very few things on major networks that I'm still interested in watching mm-hmm. elementary is one exception as is Brooklyn Nine-Nine which mm-hmm. I can't believe Fox keeps consistently putting that show out because I can only imagine that it enrages much of their follower base uh, although I'm thinking about the news yeah, channel I think they're yeah. because their their Sunday nights were always that mm-hmm. yeah it was always like the, the Simpsons. Simpsons yeah you got nothing good to say about Family Guy but uh, me neither no who does but I, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. I love Bob's Burgers those mm-hmm. are really great shows and what's the other one um, well, I don't really watch Conan anymore mm-hmm. I don't yeah I don't watch it the much. only new show that I'm really interested yeah. in this year but I did read a stat that Samantha Bee's beating Trevor Noah that oh, makes good. me so happy that's awesome <laughs> I don't really I'm have like anything that, against it should have been Samantha Bee's Trevor show Noah, from the get go but like, it doesn't make sense that he was again with like the James Corden thing it's like you brought somebody from far away who doesn't really have an established base yet mm-hmm. I mean not that I mean Samantha Bee is a filthy Canadian mm-hmm. But she She's, was part of the show. Yeah. She yeah. was part of the Daily Show. Yeah. It always should have been her show. Yeah. I want Jessica Williams to have a show eventually. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't, I'm not ready for one just now. It's, all right. I'll yeah. keep listening I thought that to was... Two Dope Queens. Exactly. It's fucking great. You should be on that show. show, too. Go to New York. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I'm going. Is that right how now. easy things happen? <laughs> pretty good. What's that? You just show up and do it? Yeah. I'm just like, hi, Phoebe. Hi, Jessica. I'm not a dick, and I'll do 10 minutes, and I'll leave. <laughs> and they're like, okay, that's what we expect of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're not special. <laughs> yeah, those are the shows I really want to do the most, is put your hands together in Two Dope Queens, regardless of getting on the podcast. I just I'd really... love to do Put Your Hands Together. That'd be it's such so a fun show. The Rhea and Cameron together are the best. Mm-hmm. Their dynamic on stage is so fun. It's uh, when they came to Vancouver, the two of them, I, they had like just gotten married recently. Yeah. So I got them a wedding card and I wrote stuff uh, in it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. so sweet. And so I gave it to them and like Cameron's like, you little sweetie, that's so nice of you. Uh, <laughs> I can then, hear her voice saying that. Yeah, exactly. And then Rhea was just like gorgeous. Just did. I was like so intimidated by her because she's just like... Is she very tall or she's tallish and like obviously taller than me and like just kind of standing like stately and like really great she's so cool. jacket uh, and like her hair is perfect. I'm not sure I've ever seen perfect. a woman I was more attracted to than yeah. Rhea Butcher. Yeah. Mm. Damn it. 
it was really intimidating. So I was just like, "Is yeah. it kind? Is it kind? So funny." Yeah, I didn't even. I couldn't even talk to them. I was just talking to Dino instead. <laughs> I couldn't. I get too shy. Like yeah. I, I don't. Like I've had multiple opportunities to meet Ron Funches when he's been up here, and I've just yeah. been like. Not this time. No, Ron Funches is so approachable. He gave me the biggest bear hug. It was so great. He just like smothered me in his wonderful, beautiful. I couldn't make arms. any of the shows when he. Every time he's here, Love I was him. either sick or booked on a show. Oh, I was, always I, missed it. And I was always mad. About I sat up front when he did it at Yuck Yucks. I think James Kennedy opened for him. Um, and we were right up front, me and my wife, Tessa. And uh, Anytime he did wrestling jokes, Tessa would love it. And- well, yeah, the thing is, he came out in a wrestling shirt, in like a, a, like a macho man shirt or something yeah. like that. And Tessa just like very quietly said, oh, I love your shirt. She didn't really mean to say it at him so much just, as in general just saying it. Got came out. Yeah. But, but Ron heard and was like, oh, thank you. And they had like maybe a 15 second conversation very quietly away from the microphone, like as he was getting on stage to start with. And then, and then he puts the mic like in the mic stand and just looks at the audience and goes, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> that was a private conversation. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, he's God. just so naturally funny. Yeah. When I go down to Portland, everybody there who I've met, is they're all like, oh yeah, Ron came up with us. Like, we love him. He's wonderful. He's an amazing guy. Mostly we just know him for passing out on Ganja John's couch <laughs> after doing a dab. <laughs> so I feel like, like the funniest people who are naturally kind of funny are the nicest. Mm-hmm. I I want to believe that in a really big way and that's why I think I get really like a bug up my butt when people are like oh Bill Burr is the best or Norm Macdonald's the best or whatever like I think these are good comics but they're I don't want to be with them at all like I don't yeah. want to spend any time with them mm-hmm. like my top three are Pete Holmes Mulaney and like a Jimmy Pardo <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, Jimmy Pardo! I've never actually seen him do stand-ups. I should. I should He's really that, nice. So in the moment. Yeah. So. So sorry. Who? We said it was Pete Holmes, John Mulaney, John Mulaney, and Jimmy Pardo. That's a pretty good top three. I really like. I'm desperate to see Jackie Cation live. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she's one of my favorite stand-ups. Yeah. She's. Yeah. Got a perspective that you very rarely see. She does what I feel like Kathleen Madigan wants to do, but mm-hmm. doesn't. I did not like Kathleen Madigan's I know, special. I, I wanted Me to. Yeah. Bothering Jesus. Didn't enjoy what it. What I was really sad about not is I forgot Catholic. I forgot that Eliza Skinner was coming up to open for Louis C.K. and I think she's outstanding. Oh, she's so I really funny. Like Wait, what? Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. Fuck. Eliza Skinner. <laughs> she was like, because I listen to her whenever she's on the Todd Glass show, they're my favorite episodes because she just like, she takes every suggestion, she yeah. rolls with it. She's got an amazing singing voice. Oh, cool. And is just so quick and I mean, so charming. I'm going to finally yeah. get into Todd Glass. He's so fun and nice. Is he? Yeah, I met him. <laughs> At a show. Do you want to crush his dreams? No. Todd Glass is very nice. Just like I worked with him as, as a musician. Yeah. So it was, oh, yeah. Like, I know he's very... Like, yeah. He so is. that's fine. Like, he was wonderful. He was very yeah. kind to me, but, like, did not like the, the choice that I made for my music partner and yeah. was just like... He said a nice thing to me. He gets very particular oh. with the rooms, even. He's yeah. like, it's too bright. Turn off these lights. Close these doors. Put the curtains up. Todd Glass didn't notice, the, like, all the, like, behind-the-scenes emotional labor I was performing, where it's like, because he would get so upset when things were, like around like yeah. bottles and stuff and so I just started like cleaning up mm-hmm. everything and he was like he's like oh the second night is so much nicer and I like they were running low on tea light so I like brought some from home so that oh. all the things could have candles <laughs> but I just like didn't tell him I just wanted him to have a nice time oh he's really, very particular a, I, really, too. I really liked him and yeah he was just like if you don't like the person that you played music with like you know, I get a weird vibe from him too. Like, just because someone's talented doesn't mean that they're fun. It's more important to work with someone that's fun. Yeah. Even if they're not as, like, amazingly talented, the dynamic that you guys have is better. He's like, Chris, I know that you could actually hold the room 
just by yourself. If you just wanted to play piano, you can just say the word and kick that guy out. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Um, I'm, I'll talk to him. And it wound up working out okay. But oh, like, good. But then he got mad at me for taking a bow. <laughs> because <laughs> on the Saturday late show, um, we played a bunch of music and the crowd was super rowdy. And mm. then at the end of like our song, I did like a flourish. And then all these people were like, yeah, woo. And I kind of did like a bow. And they were like, yeah. And I got off the stage and Todd was like, don't do that. Don't rile them up. I'm trying to calm these people down. <laughs> like, don't feed into that. I was like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm a musician. I'm used to, like, taking a bow at the end of my set and getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, when you work with me, like, don't do that again. I was like, whoa! whoa. <laughs> but fair. Yeah. Legit. Super <laughs> legit. I love it. It's not the kind of vibe I would want to work with, but I can appreciate the yeah. good learning experience of doing yeah. it. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's really, he knows, like, his shit, so. Yeah, he knows will, what he wants, and he I knows really, how to get it. Just my dream is to go down to LA and just be on his podcast and just fool around and make funny songs and play in the live band. Yeah, the uh, who is was who is the guy who opened for Rory when we saw him? It was somebody who had taken oh Jake act- Adams, Jake Adams, who is leaving to take acting lessons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like went up to Jake Adams. I was like, "Hey, how's it going? How's your acting class going?" He's like, "What the fuck? Who are you?" <laughs> I'm like, "I listen to Doug Show. <laughs> It's oh so weird God. that you know so much about Viva when you just... I know. This is, such, this is going to be such an, uh, an interminable episode for people who don't know anything about comedy. Yeah. This is like oh. one of our more, tra- like a more traditional comedy podcast. Inside, comedy inside, nerd inside baseball. <laughs> inside baseball. Can we get Paula Tompkins? Well, I would also love to be on his show. Well, oh, he's, God, yeah. Again, when we hung out in, when we hung out in London... Like we chatted for like she half an hour. She knows us really well. You know, PFT. Yeah. Well, he was like, anytime you're in LA, when they were still doing the thrilling adventure hour, he's yeah. like, come down. Like, if you have your cello, like, play in the orchestra. That would be amazing. And now I'm just like, well, you know, maybe the next time yeah, I'm down there, I could be on Spontaneous Nation, <laughs> like live show. Amazing. I asked Graham Clark when they did Spontaneous Nation up here. Yeah. I was like, Graham, can you please ask Paul if I can be on the show? And Graham was like, I'll ask. And he did. <laughs> what a bench. And yeah. Paul Tompkins says, no, sorry, it's going to be too complicated. And I was like, that's totally fair. But very, you never know unless you ask. Yeah. I always ask. That's very brave. I always ask because, like, so smart. Because the worst they can say is no, and then yeah. you don't do the yeah. thing. But like, often I'll get a yes. Oh yeah. Been discovering that with comedy, it's just asking. Most of yeah. the time, yep. people will be like, "Yeah, sure." If you're not an asshole, and if you can do yeah. X amount of time without just shitting your pants, people are like, "Cool, come on." Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. it's been a really interesting experience for me because I I, te- I have always tended to just assume people are not going to like me. Yeah. Or that they are against me or something like that. And over the last year or so, that's really evaporated a lot. Now I'm just kind of like, well, I deserve to be here as much as anybody else does. If somebody doesn't want me, that's fine. I'll be sad, but I'll live. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, people are like, yeah, sure, come on, be a part of it. Yeah, people always come up to me and like, how are you guys booking all these shows? Because like, I ask if I can do the shows. Well, that's yeah. I had that conversation with somebody else who um, who I know very well. And who, she was like, I don't. how are you getting all of these gigs? Like, I'm literally asking everybody for them. It's yeah. like, oh, well, I'd rather just wait till people ask me. It's no. not going to happen. It's like, you got to at least ask first and then people will start it's to ask so you. It's so rarely you... do I get asked for a show. Yeah. It's pretty much just people who I'm already friends with who ask me to be yeah. on their shows. <laughs> right, and now, but also now that you have your show, you'll get onto more shows. A little bit mm-hmm. of quid pro quo. Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to do eight and a half. Because I did my show and I had Brad Dorian on our first show ever oh, yeah? for the Blood Feud. And then he had me on their first BFF comedy show. And like they stacked their lineups huge. And I was just like, I don't belong on this list <laughs> at all. These are headlining pros and just me. Just Maddie. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. 
I like it. And that's, that's how I feel on those shows. I'm like, I'm the it's weak just... link at all these shows. Oh, oh no, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm usually very able to identify who the weak link is, and I very I don't think I've ever applied it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that you came out of your existential tailspin because I really like your stuff and I want you to keep doing it. Comedy wise yes. is solved. Yes. Yeah, the so other stuff else? is that's still stuff. in progress. I, I'm gonna have I, a weird I chat with the lady later. I have to go rehearse <laughs> for my New Year's set. Because uh, you're very famous and important. Yeah. You're so... a real professional who practices. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go see if the songs that I picked are actually going to work or not, which is always the first test of a practice. Solange. Mm-hmm. I did mine on Thursday, and that's fucking awesome. guess what? They all worked. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty um, good. Tell us about Blood Feud and when it is and where people can find you. This stuff. will be coming out after Blood Feud, though. I know, but, but it it's, is a, monthly it's a regular, show. yeah. It's on the third Saturday of the month. The Blood Feud is regular and monthly. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, third Saturday of the month, Little Mountain Gallery, uh, eight o'clock doors, eight thirty show, five bucks, five dollars, and the concept and it's improv versus stand up. Yep, well, stand up versus improv, <laughs> <laughs> the best one versus the worst yeah. one. Uh, no, it's a uh, so the first half is just the regular stand up show. I host it with uh, Malcolm McLeod from everywhere in improv, Vancouver for theater sports, Brian nice. Tiger. He's a guest cast at Instant. He's always around. He does a lot. Busy little beaver. He's a busy little boy. Uh, he's a big boy. <laughs> um, Mommy's big, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big, big boy. And, like, the show, the first half is just, like, us hosting that as a stand-up show, and I make fun of him a lot by accident. I don't mean to, and it happens all the time. <laughs> and then the second half is a long-form improv set by a random group that he puts together each show. Okay. And it's all inspired by the stand-up. And then, yeah, we kind of introduce that, and I make fun of them some I more. I do all my gayest stuff so that yeah. they have to do gay stuff in, oh, their, yes. in their improv. Uh, yeah, it's always, I can't wait to see someone act out They don't your, have to do it. Uh, you and Sarah bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they pull what they want from the stand-up and add their own kind of stuff. Of course. So, like, we had uh, Ollie on, and she has a bit about squirting. And then it... <laughs> yes, she does. Def- the improv devolved into mostly squirting yes. scenes. And, <laughs> yeah. But then they took their shit out of me and Malcolm. They were like zinging us constantly. I'm like, oh, we got hurt the most out of this. <laughs> well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I realize now that our our shows will always be sandwiched on the same weekend then because it's ours is the third Sunday of the month. That's comedy at a big rock, mm-hmm. which cool. we do monthly. So I can promote yours and I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> they're not on the same day. <laughs> but they'll forget about my show if you promoted it at yours. Oh. Mine gonna be like you can see Katie tomorrow. You can see Maddie uh, twenty nine days from now. <laughs> cool. Do you have like do you use any social media stuff for promotion or? Oh yeah, uh, Instagram and Twitter at the Maddie Boo, and then the one and only. Bloodfeud has its own Instagram at Bloodfeud Comedy. Awesome. Right on. Thanks. And for... we have a Facebook. Join the Facebook. Hooray! We'll link to it. We will. Thank you so much for being here, Maddie. This really appreciate this it. This is silly and cute, and I had a nice time. <laughs> Me too. That's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> nice and cute, and had a good time. That's the story of your life. Great. Not a bad one. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.